0: You're listening to the Smart Nonprofit Masterclass with me, Jose Gomez, founder and CEO of NonprofitWebsites.com and Net Ministry. If you're a leader in a nonprofit organization who wants to reach more donors, volunteers, members, supporters, and the community that you're serving using the power of the internet, then I'm already waiting for you in today's episode. So let's get started. Hi, welcome to the Smart Nonprofit Masterclass. It's another episode. I'm really excited about this one. Uh, my name is Jose Gomez and I'm the CEO of Nonprofit Websites and Net Ministry. And I wanted to, uh, today we're going to be talking about what SEO means to nonprofit organizations. Um, and I wanted to just kind of r- dive right into the topic. Your time is precious. And, and in all reality, guys, I know that we're getting, you know, on a, on a regular basis, I'm hearing about our, our non-profit clients that are um, just being bombarded with calls from all over the world from from the US from India from everywhere else and people are just soliciting just the heck out of us uh, trying to get our SEO internet marketing business and pay-per-click management and all that kind of stuff and um, and there's a lot of confusion being uh, being brewed out there. Uh, sometimes you know you get even phone calls from people claiming to be from Google, telling you that your website's being kicked off of Google, and you have to buy their services to get back on. And it, it's just a, it's just a real mess. Uh, and that's why I, I love the Smart Nonprofit Masterclass because I get the opportunity to without any, any real agenda, with no agenda here to gain your business. We're not on a sales call, I'm not sending you a proposal, but just being able to share the truth about these types of matters with executive directors, with heads of nonprofits, with the people doing the work uh, within the organization, and um, and just giving them information, knowledge that I've gotten. Listen, I've only been doing this for a little over 20 years, so I've I've really seen uh, I've seen the trends, I've seen stuff come and go, I've seen what works no matter what, and then the new stuff that's coming up, and and the things that we, we we're able to play around with, hopefully not spending all of our organizational budgets um, playing and and tinkering around but focus more on what the things that work and that's why today's uh, episode is so important what I want to talk about is what SEO truly means to your nonprofit organization I mean what's the bottom line is it important is it not important do you really need to be on the first page of Google Um, if if you need to be on the first page of Google are there any other search engines you need to worry about Um, what can you expect from actually getting on on the first page or second or third page you know it's not it, it is important to be on the first page but you know, you still get some uh, some uh, some traffic from being on page two and three as well. Um, now, you know, the other thing that you know I get asked a lot is, you know, if I'm already on the first page, is there anything else I need to do? It's kind of underwhelming. I'm on the first page. I'm number one, and and you know what? We're not getting any more donations. We're not getting any more volunteers. So let's talk a little bit about that. I want to first you know address the issue of what what the true level of exposure that search engines provide you with is. Now, to understand this, I gotta, I gotta bore you a little bit with the way that search engines work. And, and if you've looked at any of my materials, if you've read anything I've written like the Nonprofit Success Blueprint uh, or any of the, of the courses or, or, or checklists that I've created, if you've listened to this podcast for any amount of time or been my client, um, you'll hear this explanation quite a bit. And, and what, I, what I like to say is that the search engines are trying to impersonate human beings. They're trying to act like a human being who runs through billions of pages of document in a second, in milliseconds, after you ask a question to that person and they retrieve back whatever documents are relevant to to the intention that you have with what you've just asked and uh, knows how to rank it in order of most relevant to probably least relevant. Um, Now there's a word that I use there. It's really important because, A lot of times people get stuck with, you know, what phrases should I use? What words should I use? And that is important, but when you decide on those things, what you want to base your decisions on isn't necessarily the words being used, but the intention behind the words and specifically the way the words are used. So for example, if I do a search for plumbing supplies, that means that I need something very different than if I were just to type in the phrase plumbers. Now if I expect to get training on how to be a plumber, I can't type in the word plumber because plumber is going to give me a different, the intention behind the search is too ambiguous and so I need to be more specific and as the search engines grow, they become smarter and algorithms change, what they're trying to do is kind of read our minds. What are you really looking for? They're trying to read between the words if you will and figure out what the intention of the search is so they can give you something that's most likely relevant to what you intend to do with the information. I know all that's way too esoterical for some people but I I do want to you know kind of clarify that. So when you get exposure on a search engine what the search engine is basically saying is I'm matching your website as being highly relevant to the intention of the person who's searching based on what they typed in. So, uh, for example, um, if you are looking for a church, for example, in Tampa, Florida, and you type in churches in Tampa, Florida, Google kind of knows that. It looks and says, okay, if you're typing that in, you probably are looking to find one for yourself, or you're trying to do some research and you need lists of churches so we're going to give you the resources that that provide you with those things now if I can't find lists for you then I'm going to create my own list and here's a list of churches um, if I'm a person who, let's say, is looking for um, nonprofits in, let's say, Atlanta, Georgia, um, what the system is going to try to do is they're going to try to find you lists of nonprofits. They're going to try to find you the top nonprofits. They're going to then give you actual nonprofits after that. So, again, it's trying to read your intentions. The more ambiguous your intention is, um, then you know the, the 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 more ambiguous the the return the, the results are the more specific you are the more specific to your intentions your uh, your search is going to be and so if you're found at the top of a search it's because Google Bing Yahoo they have determined that you are highly relevant to the intention of the search and what that means if you do it right is that. If let's say your search terms that you're found under um, get thousands of searches a month and you're at number one, your website's going to receive a percentage of whatever that traffic is. That's the exposure level that SEO can give you. So for example, let's say that you are found highly relevant to five or ten different phrases. And in each of those phrases, we're going to do a hypothetical here, they are all searched for 10,000 times a month. So let's say it's 10 phrases 10,000 times a month, that's 100,000 searches. And let's say you're number one on all of them, let's just paint this picture. That means out of 100,000 times a month that it's being searched, your website will receive a percentage of the traffic. Um, as a result because people don't always click on the links and they don't always click on your link Sometimes they don't see number one and they click on number two or number three sometimes they click on the ads instead So let's say that you're at the top and you're getting a 10% click-through rate because the description of your website on the search engines Just looks fantastic So out of hundred thousand times that your site shows up you're going to get 10,000 visitors from Google that month does that make sense? Uh, hope that, that, that kind of paints the picture of the potential of it. Now, it's very infrequent that you have 10 different phrases, you're all ranking under number one, and they're all getting, you know, ten thousand uh, uh, searches a month. In all reality, most phrases that we that, that, that are targeted by most websites get anywhere between, you know, a couple hundred to a couple thousand uh, searches a month in most industries. Now, there's some industries that that get a high level of searches, but then we also have to look at the loc the locality of those searches. Sometimes regional searches matter. So if you're a plumber, it doesn't matter how much plumbing or plumbers are being searched for around the country. All that matters is how many people are searching for that within a certain mile radius of your business um, and th- th- to bring it to a business uh, business discussion. So that just gives you the comparison. That's the, What you have to do is measure the level of potential exposure based on how many times phrases that show an intention of a need that you can meet are being typed into search engines And then taking a percentage of that anywhere between one to you know 15 percent of the people searching are going to click on your link if you're higher uh, more highly ranked if you're lower on the page the lower you are even though you're still getting some level of of exposure the the more that percentage goes down because people don't go beyond a certain amount of listings many times Uh, sometimes they'll only look at the, the page one listings before refining their search Um, And then sometimes if it's important enough and and the results aren't helpful enough, they'll go two or three or four or five pages. But you want to try to get as high as you can on the most highly relevant um, uh, terms. So let's use an example. Let's say you have an organization called Compassion Blankets. And you run a program to distribute blankets to the homeless population in Atlanta. Um, it you should be found under terms that match that need, cause, or issue. So being found under compassion blankets doesn't really matter. You, you've got to know the name of my organization to find me. But to be found under things like homeless blankets, Atlanta or homeless outreach in Georgia, or giving away blankets to homeless people in Atlanta, something like that, those are phrases that are better suited. They're, they more, foc- they're more focused on your effort and on the service you actually provide. Um, but that, that's kind of the general direction that I want you to be thinking. But taking this approach, your exposure becomes very, very targeted. And so it provides this gateway for your organizations, you know, to your organization based on the felt needs of the people that are doing the search, not necessarily how established your brand is. Um, and that's really important for smaller to medium sized organizations that haven't really developed enough of a footprint that people just automatically know. You know, when it's this need, it means this organization. You know, when when you think of uh, the Red Cross, there there's a there's a immediately there's a there's a need of need that's being met that's associated with that name because they've invested the time, the money, the effort um, in establishing that brand. But when you're brand new or you're not as well known as the Red Cross, then you then you have to take a different approach and and you you need to make sure that you're found based on the type of organization you are. So if you're an anti-human trafficking organization, you wanna be found under terms and phrases that, um, that fill a need that's of someone who's wanting to be a part of an anti-human uh, trafficking organization. Hope that makes sense to you. Let's also talk about what top ranking means. Um, you know, when you get to the top, um, what it means is is essentially two things. It means that your, your, your target uh, you, you're targeting the phrases that match the needs of those you want to m- meet the most, okay? So if you right now you're looking for volunteers, you have to think about what are they typing in? What would a prospective volunteer type in? What are they looking for? What are they? What's their intention? Um, and what do you wanna be found under? Maybe it's just, I wanna volunteer in my city. So volunteer opportunities in Atlanta, Georgia or Tampa, Florida or uh, Los Angeles, California. Um, and the second thing you wanna think about is do you have an effective way to engage those people once they find you um, that's meaningful and it's also measurable to you so you want to be able to be show up in the search engine but you also want to show up in a way that entices them to click on the listing and then once they get to your website, you have to have a way to be able to create meaningful and measurable results. Um, so drive them directly into the opportunities um, that they uh, that they need to uh, take advantage of, and then you need to be able to measure whether or not people are doing that on a you know on a, on a weekly, monthly, maybe even daily basis. Um, th- this is a really important part of understanding SEO because. A lot of times, people just focus on SEO from the traffic standpoint and they don't understand that there's a reason why SEO works when it works. And it's because when people are searching, they find something that's relevant. When they go to that thing that's relevant, that thing reinforces the relevance and drives them into a process that makes sense. So uh, I have a client, for example. And he writes songs for people and uh, he writes songs for different events and uh, like your birthday or, or an anniversary so they're custom custom songs and uh, he's got you know right now we're working on you know getting him um, great uh, search engine uh, uh, traffic but on his website uh, he's got to be sure that when people get there, uh, that they're driven through the right process, that the presentation appeals to them, that they understand their options very easily, that they understand it, and, and it's reinforced that they're in the right place. Yeah, this is a place where you find exactly what we told you you were going to get when you were looking it up on the search engines. So he means he's got to tra- he's got to target the right key phrases, but then he's also got to be the the resource that meets the need that those phrases um, imply that he intends. Boy, that's a whole lot right there that I just said. But when you type in a phrase, it implies your intention. And he's gotta meet that uh, that implication. He's gotta meet that need that's being voiced when someone types something in. Uh, You can hold the top position in Google, drive millions of people on your website, and still go out of business. So if you target the wrong visitors or get your presentation and response systems wrong, it really won't matter. You've already blown it. Uh, Be mindful of what your website's saying and its true relevance instead of what you internally want it to be. What you want and what people visiting are two different things. So don't worry about the darn graphic at the top or how big your logo is. Make sure that your message is relevant to the visitor and drives them to where they need to be. So when they come in from a search engine, everything is congruent and they seamlessly go into relationship with you last little point that I wanted to to cover is that SEO itself is not a, it's not an end-all be-all it's it's part of your internet marketing arsenal. It's, it's a foundational tool. It's super important. I am mean, being being on page one of Google and being in Yahoo, I mean, that's a big deal. And for some industries, it's bigger than others. Uh, for some, it's really not that consequential. You know, if you're in a really niche industry and you're getting a few hundred searches a month, the being on page one won't generate tons of traffic, but sometimes that even doesn't matter. Sometimes just getting one customer a month in some industries or one big major donor in a month is all that you really need. Um, but for the most part, being on Google, on the first page of Google is important. However, uh, it's not, it's not the, the only thing that you can do to drive traffic. Um, it does, uh, you know, it's, 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 it depends on the approach, but uh, even SEO isn't, isn't even always free. Um, it takes time uh, and understanding of the search engines, learning your website platform and other things that cost you time or money. But there's other strategies such as like pay-per-click, social media marketing, email marketing, um, a lot of other different systems and ways that you could build traffic. And sometimes those ways are, are better in the short term because SEO does take some time. Um, that's one expectation that you should always have is that you know you might tweak, you might do everything great, but it'll take you some time to actually make your way up the search engines after you've made those changes. There are some ways you can speed it up. Some of those ways are ethical, some ways are, are non-ethical. So you got to be very, very careful uh, about who you hire to do the work for you if, if you use a vendor, uh, because there are things that could get you into some trouble. They'll get you very fast results and then they'll get you kicked off the search engines faster than, 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 you, than, you, than it took to get the placement. So be very careful in the meantime though there are ways that you can get higher placement very quickly and and pay-per-click is a wonderful way to do that it lets you pay for the position to be visible there on the first page of the search results in the ad section and it is very very effective Uh, you can also do things like um, like email marketing Um, you can also uh, um, you know uh, do things such as you know social media marketing you can advertise on facebook or just simply create a facebook page and post and build an audience there to to drive them back to your website so the, the idea here is, is you know, SEO is a great foundational tool, but do not limit yourself just to that. It's a worthy long-term investment that can drive targeted traffic to your website, but always work to add new tactics to your internet marketing strategy that boost your exposure and produce the end result that you're looking for. So just a few final thoughts here. Ranking well in the search engines is definitely an important part of your website marketing strategy. It provides you with some of the best and most targeted exposure possible on the internet. The process includes initial optimization as well as continued Ranking analysis and optimization to maintain the positions that you get while other websites are kind of competing for the same thing I mean they're trying to optimize too So you want to make sure that you are continually optimizing your site continually analyzing your site This is why outside vendors really work Um, Companies like ours we actually do the monitoring and then we do the adjustments for you Um, But you can do it yourself. You can certainly learn how to do it yourself Um, But it's again. It's only a portion of a very well-balanced internet marketing strategy. Providing a foundation for your website's traffic and supporting your other tactics without costing you a fortune Um, SEO for the most part is one of the most cost-effective Strategies if you get good search engine placement and you you're placed under you know highly trafficked highly inquired or very relevant terms um, You can end up you know producing plenty of traffic to your website Uh, But you always want to make sure that you're 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 measuring that and uh, making decisions based on uh, what you're reporting I want to give you a little action point. Uh, Make a list of the phrases that people are most likely to type into a search engine to find your type of cause or purpose. Uh, Take the top three and search Google.com and Bing.com and see if you can find yourself. If you can't, think about ways to make your website more relevant to those phrases and make the changes right away, like right away, like right now. Uh, do some things to make your website more relevant to those search phrases. Listen, it's been a pleasure and I want to welcome you to jump out to nonprofitwebsites.com Uh, We've got a wonderful website there you can check out our resources if you go to nonprofitwebsites.com forward slash resources We got some free downloads Um, We've got uh, three different checklists. Uh, One of them is for website planning The other one is for your content and then the other one is specifically for internet marketing Um, You can take a look at that. It's hundred percent free. Um, I promise I won't won't uh, won't guess your credit card and then charge it Um, It's just a matter of going in there downloading it You don't have to give us any kind of form of payment Uh, But, but, you know, get over there, get the resources that you need. Um, And, you know, also I want to invite you, I've got a, um, a Facebook group that I want to invite you to join me in. And it's completely, like I said, free. Jump over. If you go over to Facebook, what I want you to search for is the nonprofit, just go up to the search bar at Facebook and type in nonprofit leader insiders. Now, if you're really savvy, I'll give you the exact address. It's facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash nonprofit insiders and request to be in my group. Um, It's a place that um, that we've got other nonprofit leaders in there. Uh, We we restrict it to, to leaders of nonprofits or people who are starting nonprofits. And uh, it's just a place where I share resources, advice. Um, you can post questions, and it's a hundred percent free in there. Um, you can also exchange information and exchange best practices with other nonprofit leaders of all types. Uh, but it's a wonderful place uh, where I go to just you know communicate and um, and just you know build relationships with you. So if you have interest in, in networking and and just getting some help and and having a group of people that you can run some ideas by, jump over to Facebook.com and type. Uh, type in Nonprofit Leader Insiders, you can also go to nonprofitwebsites.com, and if you go to nonprofitwebsites.com, uh, scroll all the way down to the bottom, you're going to see that we have a button, a link to the actual private group, Nonprofit Leader Insiders. And of course, we have our official Facebook page. We've got the, um, the our SoundCloud link for this podcast, as well as our Twitter account. So just go in, follow us, stalk us, you know, do all that kind of stuff. But listen, I hope you had a, a wonderful time listening to this, and um, I, uh, I look forward to serving you if, any, if I can in any way, uh, but have a wonderful week. Hey, thanks for tuning into today's episode of the Smart Nonprofit Masterclass. It's been a great episode, and I hope that it challenged you in some way and provided you with some tools to build, advance, and market your nonprofit. But before you go on your day, uh, I want to tell you about a free resource. Are you the nonprofit leader who wants to raise money for your cause, get the message out, inspire and engage your board, increase the influence of your organization? Maybe you want to attract talented staff and volunteers or keep your supporters better informed about your wins. Maybe you even want to just establish a great reputation in your service area and in your industry but you find that you lack the funding you need, you don't really know where to go next. Maybe you're even scared of running out of money and resources before your mission's successful. Well, we completely understand your fight and how important your mission is to this world. We've worked with over 60,000 nonprofits around the world for the last 15 years, learning about how to build, advance and market their organizations using the internet. We have a proven success formula that we've put together and it helps organizations accomplish their mission get more funding, find the right donors and volunteers, and ultimately get their message out around the world about what they're doing. So they don't have to shut down, suffer from insufficient funding, uh, attract unreliable people, or ultimately fail their mission. We've got a free checklist for each phase of our formula, which we lovingly call BAM, and they're available right now at nonprofitwebsites.com. So go download what thousands of other nonprofits have already started using, to become the organization that they've always really strived to be and it's 100% free so you can't lose. Anyway, thank you for listening and have a wonderful rest of your day. See you next time.